Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of the Nobody Asked For This podcast. Yes, this is our Thanksgiving episode. So this is Christmas, and what have you done? I know it's not Christmas, but there's not really like a Thanksgiving song. Um, For anyone who lives in other countries, let me explain. Um, For some reason, Canada has decided that our Thanksgiving is basically in, in the summer, beginning of October, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because I feel like, you know, October should be for Halloween, like let Halloween have its moment. And then November can be for Thanksgiving, December, obviously Christmas. Now, since December or November is clear of Thanksgiving, unlike um, in the States, November becomes Christmas. So like November 1st to honestly, like midway through January is Christmas time. Oh, no. Okay, this was not a planned topic to talk about, but I just got the deadly notification. iPhone storage full. Let's take a moment. You make you can free up space on this iPhone by managing your storage and settings. Okay, so they always tell you that, but anytime I go to settings, like I'm not able to delete anything. So what is this? I'm actually glad I was I was with you all when I got this notification because it can be it can be quite disturbing and a, and a hard time because once you're in this this mode of your iPhone is out of storage you're kind of screwed because every like few days you have to go in and start like deleting pictures or deleting apps that you don't really use but you're really you're never getting out of it it's not like you get this notification once you delete like hundreds of gigabytes and then you're good for the next three years. Yikes. If anyone at Apple would like to send me a new phone because I pretty much need a new one now, that would be much appreciated. Let's see how my storage breakdown is. I'll get back to Thanksgiving. We, we didn't forget about you, but one sec. Before we give thanks, we have to do a little bit of complaining. Okay, so just in, in um, honor of transparency, I have the 256 gigabyte iPhone. Someone tell me how my first phone was 8 gigabytes. And I was able to work off, off that, but 256 is a problem. Okay, we got 93 gigabytes of music, um, 16 gigabytes of YouTube. I don't know what that means. I don't know how that happens. Um, 14 gigabytes of messages. Wait, do I have friends? That's exciting. Audible, 10 gigabytes. I'm um, pretty sure the only audibles I have are, which audio audibles, audiobooks are textbooks I didn't want to read from school. Okay, only nine gigabytes of photos. That kind of makes sense. Okay, and then there's a stupid thing here. Oh, voice memos, that's you all. 1.68 gigabytes. And then there's just one that says on my iPhone, two gigabytes. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I really don't use these. Okay, I think there's a way out. I don't think it's all for naught. I mean, 100 gigabytes of music is quite a lot. Especially when I just listen to the Barney theme song most of the time. Anyway, um, yes, back to Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know. I think I've looked into this before. I don't think many other um, countries do Thanksgiving. So really the, the date of it being too early, in my opinion, is not really something most people can relate to. I'm pretty sure the States had it. And then Canada was like, well, we're right next to you. So we can do that too. Anything you can do, we can do better type thing. So they said, we're going to give you, do you know what I actually think it was? I was going through the, the months and each day there, or in each month, there's like a bank holiday, like January, it's New Year's, February, we have something that I can't remember, 
March is, well, there's like spring break in March usually. April, we got Easter, unless April, or unless Easter is in March that year, which that whole thing makes no sense to me. May, we got Queen Victoria Day. May she rest. Um, I wonder if we're going to get Queen Elizabeth Day. June, I don't know if there's one in June. July, Canada Day. In America, like their Independence Day. Um, August, there's something else. September, now we got the Queen. And then October, there was nothing. So they needed to give us, um, they needed to give us a, a, a day. And they said, we'll give thanks on that day. So in honor of the holiday, I am going to give a list of just things I'm thankful for. You know, I do a lot of complaining. As you know, I believe the last episode um, was very com- complaint-centric, but the whole thing could really be, the whole podcast could really be called "What Listen to Me Complain for half an hour each week. So I was thinking, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I'm going to take an episode off of complaining and and get into some things that I'm thankful for, Okay. So I I encourage you to do the same, you know, close your eyes, maybe do a a meditation, do a guided meditation. Did anyone have to do guided meditations at school? Like, and it was always in the most random classes. It was like either PE or English. You'd have to like all sit down or if you were in the gym, lay down and the teacher would like read a a thing. And it's like, imagine you're on a beach. Imagine you. And then they're like, imagine your happy spot. I'm like literally anywhere but here, like hated gym class. And then it was like, you're floating away. I was very confused at what part of the curriculum that was um, targeted towards. And that might have just been my school. So, you know, apologies if I sound like a nut. But, you know, it, it's, it's, just, it's, just my, it's just my journey, okay? Um, but yes, things I'm, things I'm grateful for. I made a list here. I did some prep work for this. Um, and I'm just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up, okay? We're going we're gonna to get into it. Number one. I'm grateful for anyone that listens to this. So you, there might be two of you, there might be three of you, there might be one and a half of you, but I'm thankful. I'm thankful to get to do this. Um, and, and by get to do this, I mean, I guess I just tell myself to do it and then I do it, you know. Um, next year, hopefully I'll be grateful for the millions that I've made off of this. But for right now, we're gonna stay humble, grateful for the opportunity. Okay, next, um, modern day appliances. I was just sort of reflecting on, you know, everything I have, and I can't imagine what it's like to not have, I don't know, running water, um, I don't know, uh, a dishwasher, uh, a laundry machine. Like, I can't imagine having to do all of those things. Actually, I can't imagine it because at, at um, a certain point, each of those appliances has broken in my, <laughs> in my environment. So I, I've had to... to um, to see what happens when you don't have those things, uh, and it's and it's bleak. It's not fun. So I'm very I'm very thankful for that. I I am thankful for um, fast food delivery services, aka like a, an Uber Eats. Um, I skip the dishes. I I vaguely remember a time when if you wanted food, you'd have to get into a car and like go through the drive-through, or God forbid, get out of the car and like wait in a a real people line up. Terrible. Although, does anyone notice, I swear to you, skip the dishes, they, they invented inflation. Like, I'll look at the breakdown. Like, when you go, you'll add in your order, I'll say, you know, six chicken nuggets, two Big Macs, four hamburgers, eight cheeseburgers, and then whatever anyone else I'm meeting with is ordering. I'll go to my checkout, and it's like, you know, your total, okay, 
Like I, I see how that got there. Like I very much added all those burgers into my cart. Tax. Okay, sure, fine. Delivery. It makes sense. Tip. Absolutely. And then I add all those numbers together and it's like 10 to $15 less than the total that they're actually giving me. I swear they're just like adding random fees that they're not being honest about. So again, I, I know this started off as being grateful and I somehow got to complaining. I knew that I would. But um, yeah, I think we just got to look into that. If anything, I just want the people at Skip the Dishes to know like we see you. We love you, but we see you. That's all I'm saying. Okay, before we get too complaining, on to the next. I am grateful for my phone's microphone. I truly do not know where I would be without it. Actually, I do know because that's how I recorded my the first couple episodes of the podcast. I had to like lug around all these equipment and headphones and um, the like computer connector cables, like eight different adapters. Love you, Apple. Shout out. Um, and thankfully, I don't have to do that anymore. Now, the funny thing is, if you go back and listen to those first few episodes, which I recommend that you do, because that was when we were at peak production, peak preparedness, peak, you know, having an outline. They actually, audio quality wise, don't sound as good as just my regular phone. Now, at the beginning of this episode, as you remember, um, this has been threatened because I got that deadly iPhone storage notification thing. So I'm actually a little bit worried about the future, what the future holds. Tell us the future is not friendly, but we're going to work it out. So for the time being, I am I'm grateful for the, the iPhone microphone that I currently have. Thank you, Steve Jobs. Rest. Okay, what's next on my list? Okay, so this one is a little bit... Um, let me just explain, okay? Don't, don't take this the wrong way. Um, because I always have to bring it back to the Royals one way or another. I am grateful that we're no longer um, in a state, I have to word this very carefully, in a state of not knowing when um, Queen Chip III would take over. You know, because I think, there are, you know, the past few years, you know, Lizzie Liz, rest in peace, was, you know, she was getting up there. And it's like every birthday that would pass, I'm like, okay, you know, I took biology, actually I didn't take biology, but I know I know enough about biology to know that, you know, people people in their 90s, not exactly, you know, maybe your best years are behind you, if you know what I'm saying. So to just to to no longer have to wonder when Queen Chip was going to ascend is um it's, you know, sad, but there's a level of peace. So, you know, I'm I'm I don't want to say I'm grateful, but It's less questions. Okay, moving on. I am grateful that Amazon carries a um, almost kilogram size bag of candy corn. Now, candy corn is very controversial. It's um, probably the most controversial topic I will get into today, even though I did, in a roundabout way, um, add Queen Elizabeth's croaking as a um, something to be grateful for. Again, please listen to my reasoning of that. But yeah, candy corn, for whatever reason, people do not like it. And I don't understand because it's not like it has like a flavor. Like perfect example, I like black licorice. 
a lot of people do not like black licorice, but I can understand why people don't like it because it has like a stronger flavor. Like if it's a flavor that you're not used to, that makes sense. But candy corn is essentially just sugar. So I'm not understanding um, why people don't like it. Like what, like I get, it has like a chalky texture to it that I guess you could not like, but like it's just sugar. Also, I would just like to explain my purchase here. Um, for whatever reason in Canada, candy corn is not as um, accessible. It's not as easy to find. I guess their reasoning could be like, listen, we're giving you idiots universal health care. We're not going to let you have candy corn to mess that all up. You know, like we're not going to make you put pressure on the system so that you can have a tri-colored um, candy delight every Halloween season. So it, it like you can find it. But when you do find it, it's like actually six dollars for like a little amount. So I think I got like almost a kilogram for like $17 free shipping next day delivery off Amazon. It was on Prime. Not bad. Actually, just for our international listeners, I'm going to Google what the conversion for that is. Um, one, it was actually 900 grams, I'll be honest. 900 grams to pounds. I think that's like two pounds. Grams to pounds. Yeah, 1.984. I'm a freaking calculator. Almost two pounds. Almost two pounds of candy corn. Um, $17. Not bad. And I will say, sorry, I'm just taking a sip of my coffee. I, I was able to find it at, a, at like a regular supermarket, but it was in the bulk section. And I don't know. I just don't feel like we've um, evolved enough out of the uh, COVID-19s to participate in bulk food, like just yet. Like maybe give me another year. Maybe next year we'll go. And, and I'll just get a little bit of everything and it'll be like it was 2015, not caring about germs. And I do think we are getting there, uh, but, but we're just not there quite yet. So yes, I had to basically forced to buy um, 900 grams of, of candy corn on Amazon. And I will give a full review of that, of the, the unbox. I'll do an unboxing video of my candy corn. I'll like hold it up and then have to put my hand behind it so it can focus in the lens. I know a lot of people on YouTube like to do that, where it's like they'd put the thing in, like directly in front of the camera and then to focus it there, they would just put their hand on the back. I'll do that. Um, I was a little bit concerned about it being um, like all kind of smushed together and melted. Although I did a, I did a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And I decided that if worse comes to worse, the candy cane, candy cane, sorry, wrong season. The candy corn comes. They should do a candy corn flavored candy cane. Someone write that down. But I guess what season would that be for? We'll work it out in the business, in the business meetings. But I, I, I was willing to sacrifice the 15 bucks for the opportunity to have candy corn. I, it, that, that was a, that was a necessary risk in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I, I'm worried that it's going to come all crumpled because for whatever reason, someone forgot to tell the sky that um, it's fall because where I am, it's like fully like 20, close to 25 degrees. Again, I'm going to do the international comparison. I think that's like around 80 Celsius to Fahrenheit. I'm a genius. 25 Celsius is 77 Fahrenheit. So it's actually like summer weather. 
and I, I don't like it. Like the other day I was trying to have like my hoodie on and my sweatpants. I, I usually wear a hoodie like year round, but the sweatpants, the the um, top half of my outfit is always a hoodie. The bottom half changes with the seasons. Sometimes it's shorts, sometimes it's like uh, pajamas and other times it is like um, sweatpants. So I was, I looked at the, I looked at the clock. I believe at the clock, the date, I believe it was October 1st. I was like, we can, we can pull off sweatpants. Um, 20 minutes later, I was sweating. So I don't, again, I know this is a Thanksgiving episode. I wasn't supposed to complain, but I, I don't understand why um, that is happening to me. I know it's happening to everyone, but I, I take it very personally because I've been waiting for months for the uh, cold weather. Like, I don't even think we've had rain. It's kind of ridiculous. And again, this just shows that I can complain about anything because I'm complaining that it hasn't rained. You know what? To offset this complaining, I'm going to add another uh, thing I'm thankful for. So I'm thankful for um, iced coffee. Whoever figured out that you can put coffee on ice, I appreciate you because, you know, hot coffee. It, it's actually funny. It, hot coffee tastes more like coffee than iced coffee for whatever reason, but like any sort of hot beverage, it just, it like burns my tongue. And I, I've talked about this before, how I think we need to start making food and drinks, like the temperature at which you can eat them, not like 50 degrees hotter for international calculations. I think that's like 10 degrees hotter in Fahrenheit because, or in Celsius, because like I have no patience um, similar to when, uh, you know, you're making a thing of cookies and it says, let it, let the dough sit for an hour or let the, you know, pumpkin bread rest for 30 minutes. Like that's not happening. I'm not doing that. Um, so really having to wait for my coffee to be drinkable temperature or my food to be eatable temperature, edible temperature. I've been told eatable is not a word. Um, it's just, it's just an exercise in patience that I don't have. Um, I'm working on it, but I'm not there yet. So so I'm grateful for iced coffee. I even in even in the winter. Which I've said this argument before. But everyone looks at me weird when I have an iced coffee in February. Although given the, uh, the chaoticness of this uh current winter season or fall season, maybe we'll be like going to the beach in February because the the weather is just all confused. It's 25 in October. Um as I've mentioned, but Getting an iced coffee is no different than getting, you know, a Coca-Cola from McDonald's with ice in it, which everybody does year-round. No one looks at you weird for that. And I know I've made this point before, but I just I, anytime it comes up, I just have to touch on it because it's true. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna spearhead a movement of anti-judgment for cold drinks in the winter. Okay. Anyway. Um, well, I hope you enjoyed that that moment of, of positivity, a rare moment of positivity from myself. I, I encourage everybody to, you know, embrace the, the spirit of the Thanksgiving season, whether that's now or next month. Um, just really, really stop and reflect and, and give thanks. Because and, and to be completely honest, like I have been trying to be more, you know, positive. And I think that this podcast is... Um, a great way for me to be uh, negative in a funny way so I can kind of get all my negativity out uh, with hopefully some humor to it so I can be a little bit more positive in, you know, the other six days, 23 hours and 30 minutes that I exist in a week. Uh, So yeah, just speaking of Thanksgiving, I would like to 
do some sort of a ranking system of my favorite or least favorite um, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving dishes. So I will just give a, a, a warning up at the front. We might get into some negative, some negativity, um, but it, it, it's all in it's all in jest. So I'm just gonna maybe not rank them. I'm just gonna go down the list and and just kind of give my thoughts on you know some of the standards. Obviously, turkey's the main one. I have to say. I don't mind turkey, but if we could just figure out how to make it not so darn dry, that would be great. Because I feel like I've had it cooked by multiple different people and and it's never and it's always been good. Like I've never had like, ooh, this turkey sucks or oh, this is gonna give me salmonella poisoning, like this is raw. It's always good, but it's just like how do you make it not dry? Like who decided we need to have turkey on Thanksgiving? Because it doesn't feel like Thanksgiving or Christmas without it. I also have a problem with the fact that, like, it's literally the same food for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, we couldn't think of maybe, like, anything a little bit a little bit different. Like, maybe we have... I know some people will do ham on either of those holidays. Or, like, if they do turkey on one, they'll do ham on the next. We more go classic turkey. But, like, it's just, it's just so dry. Also, like, not the most seasoned thing that I've ever had like I I have to add my own like hot sauce and my own I basically you know the cooked turkey is half the job and then I add like seasonings or whatever um because just bland food is not something that I would like to participate in but it is just funny how like we really picked the driest thing possible I don't mind a ham with like a sugar like a like a maple brown sugar glaze that sounds good but like it just doesn't it doesn't have that same oomph you know as a turkey also, again, as I've been saying, it's so hot this year. Not so hot, but, like, hot enough that, like, do we really want to have the oven on for eight hours as you cook a turkey? I don't know. Like, the electricity that, like, turkey, actually, turkeys aren't too expensive. They're, they're actually, like, pretty reasonable, especially with the amount of, of food that you get, like, the amount of people you can feed. But, like, the oven cost, like the, the the cost of gas or like electricity depending on how your stove works that can't be that can't be good you're probably you're paying for that on the back end somewhere i don't actually know what that means but back end sounds like a business term so the, it's all it's, it's all coming back on the back end and in a case of the turkey it's coming out on the back end as well so turkey on a scale of of five zero to five um gobbles i'm gonna give it like a three two of those stars are for the tradition one of the stars is for the seasoning and the hot sauce that I add on it that make it a three. Okay, next. Um, my favorite side dish, stuffing. I think I used to, I have to admit, I used to not like stuffing. I don't actually know why. I think I just might have been scared of it because I didn't like the idea that it was inside a raw turkey. Um, and then we then took it out and ate it. But then I thought about it and I was like, I guess I'm eating, if I eat turkey, like I'm eating the raw turkey that the turkey that was once raw so i really just got to get over it and i did now i have to say my favorite type of turkey of stuffing is from the box stovetop specifically the cornbread one now you can do it either in the microwave or over the stove um, i think on the instructions they give you the option of butter or margarine always go for butter always go for butter i guess margarine's not too bad either but i'm pretty sure that's like oils and stuff and, and not actual food so if you want, if you're really going fancy with it, if you want to make your stovetop stuffing five star Michelin, whatever that means, just go for the butter. I mean, if you're gonna do it, do it. Um, so I like I like the cornbread one. I usually add like a chili flake, 
or again, hot sauce, anything on hot sauce is good, some sort of seasoning packet, um, and, and you're good to go. I've eaten a box of stovetop stuffing, stuffing as a meal before, like side dish or not, like, well, let's just go for it. So that's 100% a five. There's better stuffings than others, but it's a five for sure. Okay, next. Um, this isn't really a side, but that cranberry sauce, love. We'll get, we're going to give that a four. I actually, anytime I think of cranberry sauce, I think of a, a video I watched a few years ago. And it was a cooking tutorial by none other than Mama June. Now, if anyone doesn't know who Mama June is, she was Honey Boo Boo's mother. And if you don't know who Honey Boo Boo is, then I'm just going to let you live in, in that piece of not knowing who or what that show or, or that family is. Um, basically, um, I guess I will give a, a quick recap. Here comes Honey Boo Boo. It was a show on TLC, obviously the greatest um, TV channel in the history of entertainment. Um, they were a family. I think the Honey Boo Boo, she was the youngest kid in the family, and she was on like another TLC show, either like, I think like Toddlers and Tierras, like she was in the pageants or whatever, and I guess she made it enough of an impact that they gave her her own show. And I think they lived, I think in Georgia, like next to a train of some sort. Um, they, this, there, there wasn't really a premise to the show. It was just them kind of, you know, eating interesting foods. It wasn't really a show that you could um, sit down and like enjoy a meal to because they were like just like spreading mayo all over their kitchen floor and then doing like some sort of a slip and slide. And like they were like burping and doing um, armpit farts, um, eating cheese balls. Uh, it was it was it was quite anthropological watching it because it's like the study of of humans. It was just a type of living that I had never been exposed to. And I enjoyed it. It was it was a pretty good show. I think there was some controversy how it ended. I can't exactly remember. So this isn't like how we talk about the royal family. Similar when we talk about this family, this is not an endorsement. It's just it is what it is. Um, but yeah, honey, here comes Honey Boo Boo. I, I can't I don't know if I recommend it fully or like would say don't watch it. It's, it's one or the other. Like, if any, if my explanation of it sounded good to you, then I would say go for it. If it sounds gross, then it's probably not for you. Like, I don't think they're going to change hearts and minds by watching it, if that makes sense. So, like, know, know your limit, play within it, I'm going to say, for that show. But why I bring it up is because I remember um, at some point they released um, a bunch of cooking tutorials from Mama June. And it was a lot of, like, canned tuna casserole and um like butter beans and hot dogs in a um, dollar store pan stuff like that which hey no hate but i remember one of them specifically was it was um the canned cranberry sauce getting back to cranberry sauce you know how they have like the jelly one that when you open it it has like still the rings from the aluminum tin there's that and then there's like the um the more like i guess syrupy like sauce one as opposed to the jelly of the other one she was like i have this great dessert recipe honey boo boo loves it and but what it was is you get like i think four or five of those cans like the, the jellied ones you cut it up and you do lasagna so it's like a layer of the cut up uh, probably like an inch thick of the jelly for international i think that's like three centimeters of the jelly maybe six centimeters a layer of jelly a layer of just pure sugar a layer of jelly, pure sugar, and then you put it in the fridge for, I think, probably like a couple hours, and it sets, and it's like cranberry lasagna. Now, I did try this in probably the seventh grade, um, and it was very good. 
she knew what she was doing that that mama june but um that it just always reminds me of it anytime i see it in the store i'm like oh mama june's recipe um i don't know how this affects my ranking but i'm going to say yeah i'm, I'm gonna give it honestly a five i i'm not it's not hard for me to give a five to stuff i i'm very which we'll get to when we talk about our our content recap which i actually have this week okay very very exciting stuff i'm actually doing the segments on my own podcast that's you know groundbreaking work but yeah I'm, I'm gonna give it a five it tastes good on the stuffing it tastes good on the turkey it gives like a um a moist a moisture to the turkey that as i've talked about is very necessary um mashed potatoes great um a gravy obviously gravy's a five everybody knows that um specifically kfc gravy very good i recommend that give that a six out of five give me a straw also popeye's gravy is really good gravy is one of those things that it's like not too hard to make but the out of the can or out of like the package like the powder package like does the trick it does just as well so i think we've hit up the most oh um i love what's actually very underrated is the candied yams i don't know if i don't i'm pretty sure this is pretty popular where you have like the yams and sometimes you maybe put some pecans or if you're really getting fancy you put like the marshmallows like you melt some marshmallows on it and then if, if you're basically like um from the cordon bleu you get your um your blowtorch and you like blowtorch i've never actually done this or eaten this but it looks good you blow you blowtorch like the top of the of the marshmallows so it's like nice and and crispy and crunchy burnt to a crisp oof those are good given that a five as well have i given anything not a five besides bone dry turkey i don't think so see i'm very i'm very i'm very easy i also i'm gonna say it i don't mind a brussels a brussels sprouts with like a, a bacon or or a pancetta if you want to get really fancy with it those are so good and the good thing about thanksgiving food is it really all like you don't have to do like a like in prison where they give you not that i would know obviously where they give allegedly where they give you like the tray where everything's separated like you're in preschool you can really just mush it all together and just scoop it up and if you get a brussels sprout with a piece of turkey and a and some gravy with mashed potatoes like that'll taste good it all it all works together well um this harkens back to i don't know that harkens a word but it harkens back to harks back maybe not harkens harks back to um the the starbucks sandwich where they put all those on a ciabatta bun and it tastes amazing, and they, you know, charge you $13, which I have to say, I might have been a bit of an alarmist. I was under the impression that they were not bringing that sandwich back, because I read somewhere in the States that they weren't bringing it back, but I did some further research and development. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, in the last episode, I was very fraught that the, um, um, Christmas panini sandwich was not coming back to Starbucks, because I had read that it wasn't. But the piece of literature that I had read that from was American, and they haven't had it in America for a few years. Um, whereas in Canada, where I am, they have had it. So this is so we we might have to hold off on sending the complaint emails and the um, the, the search party for the turkey panini. It might not be necessary. So I'm glad I, I got to that. But yeah, Thanksgiving food, Christmas food, amazing. Um, I love corn. Uh, any time of the year, but specifically, like, if you get, like, even, like, one time I made this, like, a, it was, like, a corn, like, casserole thing, which sounds gross, but it was really good. It was, like, a, it was, like, sweet, salty type of, like, almost like a kettle corn situation, but it was, like, actual corn, not popcorn. Love that. We're gonna give that a four. Um, 
the yams. Again, we talked about a five. Okay, the dessert. Obviously, you're going with a classic pie. Now, there are, are really four main types of pie. There's apple pie, pumpkin pie, pecan pie, and the, and the fourth, and I think the best, sweet potato pie. Now, sweet potato pie in Canada is not as popular. Like, you can't really find it in the grocery store. Actually, not even really. You can't find it. It, it basically doesn't exist here. However, I was in the States one time, and, you know, um, something you might not be able to tell with me is I don't really get too excited about things. I do get excited, but I don't, like, flip out and start jumping up and down and, you know, losing. lose. I don't really lose it much, happy or sad. But one time, me and my friend walked into a Walmart, an American Walmart, and we were in the dessert section, which is the best, the best section. And I looked down and there was a sweet potato pie. I think it was like Patty's sweet potato pie. I looked down and I had heard about this pie and I'd heard that it was good. And because I was like, I don't live anywhere where they sell this, I'm never going to get it. Like I had, I had, I had made peace with the fact that I was never going to try this pie. And I looked down and I saw it there and I literally lost my sweet potatoes i started jumping up and down as it like as if you had told me like on mile run day in high school that it was canceled and i didn't have to do it i was ecstatic ecstatic espresso espresso i was I, i lost it and i went home i ate the entire thing it was so good and how i would describe it it is it's like a pumpkin pie without the disgusting pumpkin taste my thoughts on pumpkin pie are similar to my thoughts on um the pumpkin spice latte i forget that i don't like it and then every year you know october comes around and i'm like yeah give me like a piece of that pumpkin pie and then i'm like oh this is kind of gross sweet potato pie completely different experience it it it's it's great so i'm gonna try and find a way to either make it or like acquire a sweet potato pie for this holiday season I'm, i might try and make it and then I could do a whole recap of, of how I... Maybe I'll do a vlog. I'll, I'll unbox my candy corn and do a vlog of me making sweet potato pie. But, um, yeah, so I have to say sweet potato is my top. Five out of five. And that's just me trying it from a boxed version at Walmart America. So, like, imagine, like, a fresh one. Oof. Oof. Um, next, pecan, which is which you can buy here. It's basically just, like, a sugar pie with, like, pecans on the top. Stellar with some ice cream, hot, out of the microwave, perfect. Then apple, well, maybe apple and pumpkin can share. Because I, I, I know I, like, I don't not like pumpkin pie, and if you put enough whipped cream on anything, it's going to taste good. So I will still eat it, but I would prefer a pumpkin, a, a, a sweet potato pie. Um, so yeah, basically, if you get anything out of this episode, if you at all can find a sweet potato pie, buy it and try it, because I promise, if you think you like pumpkin pie, you'll love it. You'll love it. So overall, I'm giving the Thanksgiving dinner, I think I covered all the major the major ones, a, a 4.8 out of 5. 4.8, what was it, gobbles out of 5. Love it. The, the 0.2 that we lost is just from the dryness of the turkey, which, I mean, who, who, can, who can help that? Okay, moving on. Um, I, I promise you there will be a gup date. A, a Thanksgiving update next week. I can only imagine. I will only be so lucky to not have a Thanksgiving update after eating all this food. Because again, as I said, it all kind of mixes together nice. Like, 
it mixes together nice on the way down, on the way out, it mixes together in a way that is just so unforgiving. So I will give a full play-by-play -play on that. When, especially when you add in like the candy corn that I'm gonna buy, all 900 grams, um, it's just, it's not gonna be nice. So um, either look forward to that or look forward to skipping the next episode, if that's not, not what you're for. But I actually do have a recurring segment, as I mentioned before, that we can bring back, and it's the content recap. For some reason, the last month, I have been a, a book reader again. I've talked about before how sometimes I get into modes where I read like 15 books in a couple weeks, and then I won't read again for six months. For whatever reason, I was in, I was in a book reading mood the past month, and I read probably about 10 books. I have to say, wait, your package has been received. Oh my gosh, this is exciting. This is exciting. I think I got my... The merchant has received upon instructions. You guys, my candy corn is out for delivery. I'm getting all the notifications this morning. This is very exciting. Oh, also, I just have um, like a all points bulletin, a, um, a, a missing alert that I would like to send out. Um, I ordered a phone case from AliExpress about six months ago. And I just got an email asking me how my delivery was and, and how I liked the, the product, the, I think a dollar and 12 cent phone case. Um, and I never got it. So if anyone's seen it, it is a, it's a like, um, I think either like a dark blue or probably knowing me, just like a black phone case. Um, if anyone has seen it out there, if anyone accidentally got it, please return it to me. Um, yes, it only is a dollar and 12 cents, but like I waited the six months to get it. Um, it is a knockoff Apple one. So it's like the $50 ones that you can buy at the Apple store. I got it for actually a dollar and 12 cents. Uh, I do have to say this is probably the seventh one that I've gotten in two years because they, they break pretty easily. But again, if you do that math, that's still like under $15. So I've still saved like 35. That was quick math if I got it right. Someone correct me on that. But um, yeah, so if anyone's seen my AliExpress package, I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of the risk that you take ordering something from AliExpress. I mean, probably every five or so packages, like they just don't show up. But it's fine. It's like it's like a membership fee, you know. I I, I had to pay the dollar membership fee to the AliExpress club, but it's 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 a, it's a cover, you know. It's a cover. But yes, back to my books that I read. Um, I, you know, I'll just go through the list. I read The Last to Vanish, which this one was the one that I was sent, um, and by sent I mean. An ebook copy of it was sent to me um, because I asked for one, not because I was cool enough to just receive it. Um, but I liked it. it. It's hard to give a review of a book because I don't want to spoil it. But I gave that one a three. Then I read The House Across the Lake. Um, that one was was very good. That one was um, it was one of those books where you think you know what's happening, and then they add like a twist that you could have never guessed. So it's not really a guessable twist unless you're like a psycho. But that was pretty good. Also, I'm the worst at guessing twists. Like, I see nothing coming. I completely fall for any, like, red herring, anything that they tell me. I mean, it's 99% it's always, like, the husband that did it. So I'm always suspicious. I'm like, it's you. And then, it, like, half the time it is, half the time it's not. Um, but, yeah, so that one was really good. I'll just give you... I, I read quite a few books. I'll, some of them were extremely boring. I'll just give you the ones that I like. So The House Across the Street, like... or no, The Lake or whatever um survive the night that was a good one that was about um it was basically the whole thing was a psa for don't get in the car with strangers i think we all probably knew that um, i enjoyed that one 
what else was good? Oh, um, the It Girl. Uh, not about me. Not my not my biography. Um, but uh, that one that one was okay. That one was. It was one of those books where like the first seventy five percent was about um, basically what the the synopsis on the back of the book is. Like it took us three quarters of the way to get to the part where the book actually feels like it starts. But that was pretty good. Like it was a nice like I guess it was more of a mystery. I'd recommend that. It was a lot of people making very dumb decisions, but the twist was actually really good. I'd never read a twist like that. So I, I would say those those three. Oh, I also read um, the last thing he told me, which was was pretty good. It was it was like a like a simple plot. Like it was maybe not the most original, but I didn't mind it. I think that one's pretty popular. Yeah. So I would say those those four, pretty good. I actually have in our next few episodes. I have um, some Halloween some spooky books and, and movies that I'm going to review. So that'll probably be more so content recap stuff for the next few weeks. Uh, because after this week, after our Thanksgiving episode, we're full steam ahead with, with, with Halloween. And then only a few weeks till Christmas. So get ready. We're going to be recamping, reca- recapping holiday content basically to the end of the year. And I can't wait for the hol- the Hallmark movies to start because that will definitely be recapping some of those. I have to find out what the good ones are. I mean, it's all the same movie. We've talked about this before, but we're, we're going we're gonna to do some of that. That'll be fun. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening to another episode of me essentially talking about nothing. I really appreciate you spending my time with me, whether that's two people or three people or 100 people. Um, have a great Thanksgiving either now or in like six weeks if you're in a country that does or never if you're in a country that does not have thanksgiving you know what if you are in a country that does not celebrate thanksgiving i invite you to celebrate the canadian thanksgiving as as a um really a um a star canadian as you know a notable canadian a canadian alumni i i invite you i welcome you to be thankful for the next few days um and then we can get back to our complaining um but yeah have a great day. Have a great, I guess this is Thursday. Have a great weekend. You know, we're almost at Friday, which is just the day before Saturday. And yeah, we will, we, meaning me, we'll see you next week. Bye.